Welcome to the Weekly Investment Outlook podcast from Deutsche Bank's Private Bank, looking at the most important issues for investors in the week ahead. Hello, everyone. Welcome to our new episode of our CIO Weekly Investment Outlook podcast. I'm Eva, the head of uh, international communications for the Private Bank. And with me today is our Global Chief Investment Officer, Christian Alting. Christian, welcome to today's episode. How are you? I'm fine. Good to speak to you, Eva. How are you? Very good. Same, same. It's uh, as always, we're recording on a Friday. Uh, and Christian, I thought um, we we start um, with a bit kind of a wrap up. Uh, I know you've, uh, you know, a big portion of your time uh, over the last few weeks of the year, you've been on the road meeting clients, elaborating on our annual outlook, which is themed yep. finding growth. What from your perspective, uh, are the big topics on investors mind? Yeah, if I don't want to sound arrogant, but I think the, the topic on growth resonates very well. We had really good discussions with the client, being in um, huge investment roadshows, but also in one-on-ones. And I think what we see the market this year, right? So we had the so-called Magnificent 7 last year. Some of them are still magnificent. Some drop a bit in performance. But what, what I say is, and I think that's still relevant, the market wants to see growth. And I'm not talking only about growth stocks here, but growth opportunities, and that's where money is, is going. And I think this massive differentiation in markets is continuing. So, for example, so the, the Magnificent 7 are S&P 500, Mitri, right? So, But also in Europe, if you look at the Eurostox 50, only a few stocks drive the whole performance of the index. And for those listeners of you uh, who might find want to find out who these stocks are, maybe have a look, you will be amazed or you already know. So it's really only a few. So the same uh, pattern in Europe than we saw in the US. Maybe here is the Magnificent Three or something like this to give a hint. But maybe you want to have a look. I think that's quite interesting what we see. So what I'm saying with that is that topic is not only US. It probably is also Europe. And I wouldn't be surprised if you see same developments in Asia. So resonates quite well, I have to say, and we continue with that. Okay, great. What were the, the key questions you are receiving over and over again from clients? Uh, a lot of questions on China, a lot of questions on what's happening in Europe, a lot yep. of questions also uh, on elections. We have so many elections this year. And uh, of course, US election comes to the forefront already now. Maybe unsurprisingly, we have the Super Tuesday on March 5th. Uh, and uh, yeah, so that's, I think, the the main areas of questioning. Then on, on themes, a lot of questions on AI. So I think really good discussions. I love questions instead of everyone is saying, oh, I go to consensus because that's, a, you could say, maybe a more dangerous situation for markets if there's no discussion, no differentiation. But yeah, that's the main topics I, I hear everywhere, not Europe, US, only also Asia. Okay, interesting. Let's uh, stick with the topic of themes, uh, turning to uh, one of our so-called long-term investment themes, consumption. Uh, we've recently published a special report on this very topic. Can you elaborate a bit uh, why we've included this in our long-term investment themes and why this is relevant? Yeah, look, it's coming from also the growth theme and consumption is one of the major growth themes. So to, just to give you some number, if you look at the amount of consumption spent, uh, this is now four times the amount uh, that which was there in 2000. So you say maybe it's 24 mm. years, that's a long time. But four times is one of the biggest growth areas we have been seeing. Uh, and uh, we do expect that to grow another 30% until end of 2027. So 
there's a major growth rates in consumption, which, by the way, is, is positive news. Uh, if more and more people enter uh, so the area of consumption, which normally, and you can always you know, discuss a long time, what's the definition, but markets would normally find this if you have annual income above 10,000 US dollars, which is quite a lot of money, but obviously more and more people globally are getting there, which I think in a way is good news, but also mm. then the Gini coefficient, right? So the rich and the poor, that uh, of course is differentiated more, which causes trouble, which I understand. But again, so consumption is a growth story and we think that's really continuing. Okay, interesting. Let's turn uh, to markets uh, um, from, from this week um, with or last week then um, with a short recap. Uh, what kind of were the, the key takeaways? Uh, what kept uh, the markets busy? Well, interestingly, right? So we saw again uh, all time highs. We saw the SP 500 trading above 5,000 for the first time. And the question I always get is is that a selling signal if the market's all time high? Uh, and of course, if we look at history, which of course cannot be a guidance for the future, but if you do, an all time high in index has never been a good selling point because there's obviously a positive environment. And only in a few uh, areas when there was really a crisis coming up, like 2008 then it would have been a great selling point. But normally it um, says nothing about trading. So if you have all-time high, it's good news, I think. But uh, it's for sure not a selling point. So there was one. Uh, otherwise, uh, earnings season really uh, is continuing this week in the US, but also especially in Europe. What we see is the earnings season in the US has more positive surprises than in Europe, but also in Europe, we do see positive surprises. So from that perspective, I would say so far, it's quite a positive one and certainly also a driver on the equity side. On the fixed income side, uh, we see more and more central banks, Eva, to say probably the market is pricing too many cuts and that's our yes. forecast from the very beginning. So we are quite happy to hear that uh, obviously that seems to be the right forecast so far as central banks are also saying probably the market is too optimistic here. Indeed. Thanks for that, Christian. So let's turn uh, ahead uh, to the week up front. What are the, the key topics we need to keep on our radar? Yeah, I think uh, short term next week, there will be still maybe a discussion about commercial real estate, with, which resurfaced a little bit. So that could be a topic. But I think very important topic would be, again, inflation data, central banks. And so we get the CPI data in the U.S. next week. Uh, that would be quite interesting because the consensus is that on a year-on-year -year basis, for the first time in quite some time, uh, that CPI would be below 3. So 2.9 would be the consensus forecast. Uh, that means if we get there, uh, that's certainly a positive thing. If we don't get there, then there will be discussions, higher yields, and no further cuts of the central bank in short term. So I think that's very interesting uh, to watch what's happening next week, apart from all, again, uh, ongoing earnings season, but from the macro side, CPI, I think, is, is to the forefront. Okay, so we keep an eye on that. Christian, as always, thanks so much for your time and the uh, valuable insights. Dear listeners, this was this week's edition of our weekly Investment Outlook podcast. Have a great week and bye for now. In Europe, Middle East and Africa, as well as in Asia Pacific, this podcast may be considered marketing material, but this is not the case in the US. No assurance can be given that any forecast or target can be achieved. Forecasts are based on assumptions, estimates, opinions and hypothetical models which may prove to be incorrect. Past performance is not indicative of future returns. Performance refers to a nominal value based on price gains and losses and does not take into account inflation. Inflation will have a negative impact on the purchasing power of this nominal monetary value.
Depending on the current level of inflation, this may lead to a real loss in value, even if the nominal performance of the investment is positive. Investments come with risk. The value of an investment can fall as well as rise, and you might not get back the amount originally invested at any point in time. Your capital may be at risk. The services described in this podcast are provided by Deutsche Bank AG or by its subsidiaries and or affiliates in accordance with appropriate local legislation and regulation. Deutsche Bank AG is subject to comprehensive supervision by the European Central Bank, by Germany's Federal Financial Supervisory Authority and by Germany's Central Bank. Brokerage services in the United States are offered through Deutsche Bank Securities Incorporated a broker-dealer and registered investment advisor which conducts investment banking and securities activities in the United States. Deutsche Bank Securities Incorporated is a member of FINRA, NYSE and SIPC. Lending and banking services in the United States are offered through Deutsche Bank Trust Company Americas, member FDIC and other members of the Deutsche Bank Group. The products, services, information and or materials referred to within this podcast may not be available for residents of certain jurisdictions. Copyright 2024 Deutsche Bank AG and or its subsidiaries. All rights reserved. This podcast may not be used, reproduced, copied or modified without the written consent of Deutsche Bank AG.